Single, a mom, an entrepreneur, juggling it all and talking about topics while on the go. Hi, I'm Lisa Waldron, and this is Go 10 Lisa Podcast. Are you ready to listen to the best podcast that's real, inspiring, and sometimes cringe? Okay, get ready, get comfy, and go! Hello, hello, hello. It is episode six, and this is On The Go with me, Lisa Waldron. If you hear a lot of noise in the background, guys, because I'm trying to multitask and do everything, everything early in the morning, like laundry and other stuff. This is why I need like my own little area where it's like soundproof. But anyway, guys, on this on the go, have you ever said something or did something that and then you're watching like a sermon on TV and then you're like, oh my gosh, I just said that. Or is that confirmation? So the other day I just uploaded a video or I just, you know, on YouTube, because I do have a YouTube channel called Go Ten Lisa as well. And I had just did like a, like a video on some of the lessons that I learned and you know, so forth, you'll see it coming up and as soon as I finished editing it and everything, then I was watching Joel Olstein and I was like, oh, he's a pastor of a church that televises on t- TV. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just said the same exact thing. Like, I feel like when I see situations like that happen, like it's just a confirmation. And here I am before I even started this episode, I was like scrolling to TikTok because I haven't uploaded a TikTok on my business channel. And um, I was watching um, Joyce Myers um, real quick. And then she said something that um, made me think and said, yes, that situation just happened yesterday. Yeah, has it ever happened to you? Now on to today's episode. Hi everyone, I'm Lisa Waldron and this is episode six of season 20. And Basically, I got into a car accident. No fault of my own, but I wanted to share with you a little bit because just to give you a little bit of insight and a little bit of tips and whichever way you look at it, it's still a headache. I still have a headache. I I do have a headache. Anytime you get into a car accident, it's always a headache. It's always a headache to go through anything especially when it's something that you were not expecting. So here I am on a nice, beautiful day. And, um, you know, I'm driving. No, it was kind of like quiet, you know. And, you know, before I even get started and take a deep dive into this, um, I will briefly touch about it or do an episode on YouTube. Like I have a video coming out just to show you a little bit of some of the processes, like what I have to go through. It wasn't everything, but just to give you an idea. So if you listen to my podcast and watch the video, you kind of have some idea, right? And all all I have to say is it happened again. Well, what do I mean? Well, guys, I have a car, right? Thank God. And 
I say it's the second time because the last time I got into a car accident, I had just finished paying off of my car. And here we are, years later, the same exact thing happened. I was like, are you kidding me? But this time it was, you know, the, the first time it happened, um, it was like on a, it was like on a busy work afternoon, a Friday afternoon, and it was a three car accident, guys, and I was the one that was at the top. And somehow my car ended up being the worst of it all. You would think the car in the middle, no, it was me, the one at the top. But anyway, um, I had to get that replaced with the car that I had. And, you know, thank God the car served me, you know, you know, for, for the time that I had it. So this time around, you know, here it is, like nobody's out. It was like a quiet, quiet day. And here I am driving. And guys, you know, here comes this car. It was only two lanes, one going one way and one going the other way. And I see this car like swerving in the opposite lane, like coming towards me, not in their lane. So I'm there beeping the horn and I'm noticing that they're coming at a high, high, high speed. I was like, what the heck? So I kept beeping and I was like, where the, in my mind, I was like, you know, you have to be like a, <clears throat> you have to be like a defensive driver. But in that moment, it's, it's kind of, think of it kind of like a, <clears throat> kind of like a movie. Like, it's like the birds are chirping, it's a sunny day, but the sun is not shining in your face or anything like that because the trees are covered in the area that I am. And here it is that you just listen to your music and you're just driving like, la, la, la. And all of a sudden in the movie, it's like, you know, like, like, you know, like things change dramatically. So in Georgia, where I live, probably like in some areas, a lot of the sideways, a lot of times we don't have um, sidewalks. Even in my neighborhood, across the street have a sidewalk, but I don't have a sidewalk, like on my side. So in Georgia, because it's so hilly, you know, a lot and lots of land, a lot of it is like, you know, ups and downs and, and whatever, how the roads are built and whatever. A lot of the sidewalks like have like a deep, deep, you know, thing on the side and some don't. So in my mind, I was like, where the heck am I going to go, right? I'm there beeping the person. I'm there like, get back into your lane in my head, right? And the person's coming at a high speed, swerving in and out of their lane, my lane. And then I moved over as far as I possibly can to the right, you know? I'm like, closing my eyes like, my God, don't hit me, don't hit me. And they hit me. They hit me, but that's not even it, guys. Not only did they hit me, like, you know, thank God, you know, that it wasn't like a head-on collision, like it, it could have been, God forbid, if I didn't move, it's like, they hit me like in the passenger side in back of me, and the rear, so, you know, I'm like, oh crap, I got hit, then I, I see the person like, like, I guess because their car was into mine, they kind of like sped off. I was like, so I'm there looking at the side 
view window at the car at my car to try to get the license plate but there was another car in back of them like a little SUV that saw the whole thing and I was like okay hopefully you know what I mean I, in that moment my mind went to I can't believe this is happening the person is speeding off let me go chase them I was about I you know I was about to turn around to chase them when I heard the car go wobble 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 it was the bumper in back so basically I couldn't follow so I'm like stuck there like I hope the person in back of that person have a conscience and said something say something but then I was like here I am what should I do so of course I called 911 of course I called you know everybody that needs to be called and I was just standing there but the one good thing I have to tell you which I forgot to mention in the video is that the amount of people mostly black because I think it's a black neighborhood like whatever but in this day and age with everything that's going on I was surprisingly surprisingly um, what's the word not shocked but I was surprisingly um, happy or maybe happy is not even a word I don't even know what the right word was I was surprisingly aware that or thankful that so many people stopped to ask me if I was okay because I was the only one on the road and people were like either going home or coming and they saw me they saw that there was an accident but it didn't look like I crashed or anything because obviously the accident was in back you know what I mean of of the car um, so they were like are you okay is you know and I was like yeah somebody somebody hit my car and left mind you when I was on the phone with 911 you know looking back at it um, when I was calling 911 I was like help me help me and I was like looking back at it in retrospect I was like why was I crying out help me I think subconsciously I was like with everything that was going on in my life because you know it was like a low period before the accident you know like so many things coming at me at once and trying to be strong and I, I think subconsciously even though I was saying help me for the accident I also was like why did I say help me help me so many times and I was like please help me please send help now and I was like wow um, I guess part of me in that moment felt um, I was out there by myself sometimes in Georgia you know Georgia is so isolated um, you know people don't come out people don't help as much as before I think before this accident I had stopped my car I think I mentioned this before on another episode I had stopped my car to clean out something or looked at something in the backside and then the next thing I know when I looked up there was a car in back of me and the guy was like is everything okay can I help you with anything and this is the thing there's still chivalry there's still kindness out there but because of the strange world that's the word I'm going to use for the world strange um, it's because um, people take that kindness and turn it into something bad you know so even though the guy was nice and helping me 
there's still a little tiny bit was like, you know, what if something go bad, God forbid. But I didn't sense that, you know, but I thanked him and I was like, no, no, thank you. And he drove away. But just for the fact that he stopped, you know, and here it is for this accident, so many people, and I can tell they were like families that they were coming from church or something, you know, because it was a Sunday. And I, I was like, that's so nice, you know, that they stopped because at the end of the day, people, it's like, you know, we're all human beings, you know, like, it's like saying, are you going to see someone hurt and not help? You know, just like how I was listening to um, another YouTuber, Stephanie, do her, her shows where she always does like mukbangs and tells about true life stories that happen a lot of it in Asia and there was actually an episode like that where a, a few girls girlfriends went out to dinner and they got attacked by um, some kind of gang in the restaurant all because this guy was like trying to hit on her and he's he was so bold and touched her and she's like get away from me you know and to the point that he called his friends and they started beating up on the woman. I was like, what on earth? And basically, the people in the restaurant sat there and did nothing. Nothing, guys. Only one girl that um, was a girlfriend there, she tried to help. And then her boyfriend was like pulling her back. And even the, the store people who owned the store, they just stood there, you know? And... So it's like, oh my gosh, oh my goodness, in this day and age, something like that, I think one other person, like in the midst of everything, um, did try to give one of the, the victims like the phone, but the, the story is so interesting and sketchy because the government didn't release whether or not they were alive or dead at the end. It's so interesting, so, so interesting. But anyway, guys, I bring up that story to say that there's so many other stories out there as well. And sometimes you have to ask yourself, what would you do in that situation? Sometimes we're all in a hurry. We have places to go. Um, lots of people are going to work. They're afraid, oh my gosh, I could be late. They could be going somewhere that's urgent themselves. What would you do? Here's another example. Um, I think I mentioned this also when it happened. Um, when I was heading to the corporate world to my job at the time, it was early in the morning. A bunch of us, you know, if you live in Georgia, you know you have to leave early to get to your destination all because of traffic, right? And this morning, that morning, it's not this morning, but that morning, um, I was here just driving and the neighbor, my neighbor who lived next door to me was in back of me. They now have new owners to that particular side of my neighbor and but at the time she was in back of me um going to work herself but then as I'm going to work I see this glitter of stuff like I was like why am I seeing glitter ahead of me and apparently it was from all the glass and stuff from the accident um so it was a young black guy with a white woman that apparently hit his car his car went into the ditch like I said there you know 
the sidewalks either have a ditch or a high high ditch or you know you just don't know this is early in the morning where it's still dark long story short here I am and I'm like oh my goodness I'm already gonna be late you know I look back at that accident like I could have done more and what I did was like I did slow down and I asked the, the guy was like in shock and he was like she hit me she hit me and I was like are you okay so I did turn the car around not all the way around because then I realized that I, by me slowing down I had like a whole line in back of me of of drivers so I did make like a semi u-turn like where they had the accident there was a road to the left and so I did turn around and I did call 911 for the young man because I didn't see a phone in his hand and what have you. So I called 911. I told them where the accident was. Then when I was turning back around, because I had to do like a, a three-point turn, I noticed that the, my neighbor at the time in back of me came out of her car and she actually spent time with him. So in my mind, I was like, okay, um she's helping him and she's physically there I call 911 and then I proceed to go to work looking back at it more um, maybe I could have came out the car or whatever but I um, I was the first one to call 911 and you know and um, apparently other people were calling 911 as well because I saw people were on their phones as well so that is the good thing you know what I mean because it's dark in the morning and whether it's in the morning or night, you don't want to get lost in Georgia or in an accident in the dark because some areas are so, you know, secluded and what have you. And people are not going to come out their house, you know, and maybe they will. Who knows? But in today's world that we live in, you just don't know. So, so in regards to my current car accident, I was pleasantly surprised that's the that's the thing I was pleasantly surprised that so many people stopped to share concern and to ask me if I was okay and I did say I was okay and um, yeah whether it was families or single people they all stopped and I did reassure them that I um, that I did call the police and you know so the police came it was a policewoman she was Hispanic Latina woman very very nice and um, told her what happened it took a while for her to um, you know write down all the you know she had to get back in her car and you know do the police report and what have you that was fine she did mention that she lived in the neighborhood and whatever there's still a thought in my head though that I wonder if the person that hit my car is related to her it's just a thought you know you think about so many things but that thought did cross my mind like what if it's somebody that she knows like it's gonna happen you know so then um, I told her I was gonna follow her you know but I was just like this is the part that I want to tell you guys that in the midst of everything your your brain is like thinking so fast like what do you need to do what do you because I've never experienced this before where someone hit my car and ran away there's always been someone that stayed on the on the scene or what have you because it's actually a crime you can get I looked it up you can actually get like 
you could actually go to jail for up to five years for leaving the scene. I was like, wow, that's a lot. And you can actually, I think you get fined as well. So, so many thoughts ran through my mind in regards to what would you do if you were the other person? You know what I mean? And, you know, as I was telling my son later on, I said, you know, whatever you do, God forbid, if you ever in that situation, it's better for you to just stay. But sometimes I think that um, it all depends on so many different circumstances. Like one of the guys that stopped me, um, that stopped, not stopped me, but stopped to ask me how I was doing, said to me, you know, I guess they must have been on their cell phone or something. These young people, he, he just automatically assumed that it was a young person. And then I thought to myself, at the speed in which they were coming at, even if they were on their cell phone, maybe they lost control of the car and couldn't get it back. Or this is what I thought, guys. Either that or the person passed out in their car. I couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman. I couldn't tell young or old or what have you. And um, and then I also thought maybe the person was in the car with somebody else and trying to get away and trying to swerve and something. I don't know. So many thoughts went through my head like, what was that person going through when they hit my car? Because there's always three sides to the story, right? And if And then I also thought maybe it was a young person that took their parents' car without permission and went for a joyride and that happened and I guess the consequences of what's going to happen with their parents or whatever, you know, you get into that moment, you don't know. You, you, I, I, I've learned in life that you think so many things like you, you would do the right thing on a lot of things. But when you're in that situation, you may surprisingly do something different. So I, my thought did go through what was happening to that person and what have you. Um, but it is what it is. You're listening to Go Tend Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you can find a new episode each week by typing in Go, G-O, one zero L-I-S-A. It's all one word, Go Tend Lisa. Go Tend Lisa Podcast can be found on any podcast app. So guys, I was like, you just don't know what, what you're going to do in that situation. We can all, you know, be all self-righteous and pompous and whatever and say, oh, yeah, I would do the right thing all the time. Huh. You just don't know. You just don't know. You don't know what kind of frame of mind you're in. You don't know what your circumstances are. You don't know until you're in that moment. That's why, you know, a lot of us are so quick to say, especially when we're watching other people's situations and whatever, you don't know what you would do, you don't know what they were thinking, you don't know what's on their mind, you don't know if they don't have enough money to pay for the car, and you don't even know if they have insurance. There's so many different scenarios that we can think about all day long. Um, but I was still hoping and praying that the person in back of them, even the person that hit my car, would come and... Um, you know, admit, admit it. But if you look at what I just said, even if they did, they would go to jail. So I don't know why they sped off. 
I don't know. Maybe it's their first accident. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But guys, okay, so the um, so the police did help me um, take off the bumper. Um, you know, I did tell them I was going to follow, which I think that's just God's way of telling me that I shouldn't because I spoke to people afterwards and they said, no, never follow because people are, they said crazy, but I don't like to use that word. But um, they said, you never know how the situation is going to end. And when I thought about it, I was like, what was I actually going to do if I followed them? What was I actually going to do? What was I actually going to do? Because number one, I also left the scene. So even if I called and said I was in a car accident, where was a car accident? And then I'm somewhere else. How does that look? So that thought did cross my mind afterwards, you know? But like I said, that the bumper was just God telling me to just sit my little behind down, don't move and whatever. And so took off the bumper, put it in the trunk. You know, she did what she had to do. Tell me what what my next steps were. And then um, I went home. I then went home, did a little video about it um, in the moment. Um, and then I then had to call the insurance. And, you know, nobody's open on a Sunday. That's number one. Um, so basically I had to wait anyway, you know, and then comes the headache, dun, 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 the headache part. So after you notify your insurance company and all that kind of stuff or whatever, then you got to go through the policy because like I said, I've never experienced this before where it's a hit and run where there's no other parties. Um, there's only so much you can do. At the end of the day, it's going to be your insurance taking the bulk of it. With another insurance, you could at least sue them. You could at least, um, um, you know, their insurance will pay for the rental. Their insurance will do a whole bunch of stuff. And you can also possibly get um, litigation for loss of time work. Because when you think about it, this is affecting my work now. This is affecting my income. I use my car for a lot of things, guys, a lot of things. And now my car has this dent and this missing piece, you know, in the back. It's drivable, thank God. However, like like I was talking to somebody at one of the markets and they were like, um, or they said something and I said, it reflected I said yeah you're right it's just what's the word that I'm looking for it's like it's just it's not I don't know why fashion is coming to my head but it's just vanity that's the word it's just vanity so I had to drive to my markets and stuff and drive around town with this missing backside and whatever and it's just vanity as long as it's getting me from point A to B you know but it still felt kind of weird to me Remember, guys, I told you not too long ago that I noticed that a lot of cars lately have a dent or their backside missing as well. And I was like, why is there, why am I seeing more and more of that? Um, I understand now why. Number one, there aren't enough mechanics out there 
Number two, there aren't enough parts out there. Number three, I'm jumping ahead right now, but um, you know, I'll just be forward and tell you that you know that there's so many recalls out there, and there's not in. And number four, there's not enough time. So to get your car fixed, to get it looked at, and to go through the whole process, it's a lot of time. The biggest hang-up for me was getting the police report. The police report is automatically sent to the insurance company or insurances, right? To to some third-party system that they have. Well, you know, the police officer did tell me that it will take, you know, because it was in a different county where the accident happened from. Every county is different, which, whatever. And it will take three to five business days. Well, I called the second day, and the lady said it's too soon. Well, I called, she's like, call back by such and such date. I did. It wasn't ready. So it was already past the three, five business days, okay? And then I heard that some places may even take longer. So all my insurance needed to move forward was just the friggin' police report. So they kept telling me that, you know, you can pay for the police report. I was like, I'm not paying for anything. This is something that you all should do, right? And at the time, guys, I was like strapped for money. And are you you going to find this interesting? So I was like, how much is the police report? $5. I didn't have $5. I did not have $5 to go pay. And I was like, why am I paying for this? When, you know, I just, in my mind, I was like, I didn't want to, I'm already going through this. I already got stuff on the plate. Everything is going to be backed up even more than it was already backed up. Things are going to be like on hold because, you know, at the end of the day, I will be without a car um, when the car is being fixed. So all of that is going through my mind. You know what I mean? Then I'm thinking of plan B, plan C, like, okay, if I'm out of a car, what am I going to do? Um, You know? I don't qualify or may not qualify for a rental, X, Y, Z, you know, I had stuff, bills that were due at the time. I was like, oh, you know, then they told me that the deductible was a different amount. Oh my God. It was such a hot mess. And basically I was stressed out, stressed out people, stressed out. I was stressed out, but yet somehow I was like, and relaxed, if that makes sense. I was stressed out, but part of me didn't care because I was like, everything was coming at me. Everything went wrong. Everything could go wrong. It's like, I'm not going to let this stress me out. I'm just going to sit here and relax. And that's pretty much what I did. Couldn't really, I did the basics um, as far as what I can do as far as going to the markets and stuff. Then one of the markets I couldn't go to for my business because of the rain. So then I was like, what's going to happen if the rain falls on the missing par- on on the parts that are broken? There were so many things that went through my head. But I'm just going to wrap it up for you and say that I was actually talking to one of the market managers. She's so nice. And she was like, you know, speak into the universe that whole, you know, that you're um um that you don't have to pay that much for your deductible. As soon as she said that, guys, the next day, they were able to work out, work it out. And, you know, based on, you know, whatever, I just think it was just all God. Being in a car accident could be a 
curse and a blessing at the same time. If you know, then go. Um, all I kept thinking about was, okay, they're going to fix the car. Then they came back and said the car is a total loss, meaning that the car is not fixable. Like I'm going back to tell you guys, I've learned through being in a few car accidents, especially asking questions, doing my own research. If it's a newer, newer car, they will take the time to fix it. If the car have a couple of years on it, they won't. Mind you, all the cars that I've ever gotten in my life are have all been brand new cars, with the exception of one, which was my SUV. That was the I think that was the only used one. If I'm searching my brain, I think this is my fourth or fifth car or my sixth car somewhere. I want to say it's my fifth or sixth car. But anyway, guys, so I was like. What the heck is taking so long with this police report? End of the day, I had to drive down to the police station, which I met so many interesting people at that police station and their stories. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. It's amazing how when you think you're going through something, somebody else have, it's so much work, worse or interesting. I was asking people questions. I was like, I'm being nosy, but not really. People were just talking their business, and I was just asking them questions. And I was there questioning this guy. Come to find out that he was a detective for one of the insurance companies. And I was telling him I was going to follow um, the person. And he was like, yeah, I agree with everyone. You shouldn't follow because you never know what the situation is. Because he, he shook his head like, yeah, he's heard a whole bunch and I said, wow, that's an int-. in my mind, I was like, wow, that's an interesting job to, to be a detective. Because I said to him, I could have basically done a better job than the police as far as not a better job. Because later on, I did get a, a, a letter in the mail, a follow-up saying that they didn't know what the person is. But guys, I really could have gotten the person if I really wanted to by only going at night. This was my plan. I was going to go at night in that area and see if the person parked their car. You know, it's going to be like a slim shot to drive up and down a neighborhood and people, you know, I just thought about it. People do have garages. Some of them do. Um, But I did ask people who stopped to ask me how I was like, what's up that road that the person was coming from? And they were like, um, apartments and houses so if it's an apartment yeah their cars are outside if it's a home most likely it would be in a garage or maybe outside so in my little detective head I was like okay I'm gonna solve this mystery and solve this case and I'm gonna go at night time and I'm gonna see who has a dent in the front of their car or side of their car front and side because they hit my car and um but I didn't have time for all of that guys I didn't have time for all of that. And thankfully so. But my, in his job, that's stuff he would do and probably the police would do. And um, But at the end of the day, this is why the thought came back in my head. Like, I wonder if the person is related to anyone in the police department. I don't know. Just a thought. I could be way off. Who knows? But it's still a thought. And... What would they do in that moment? This should be a, what would you do? What would they do? 
but anyway guys long story short the car is not fixable even though I was driving it which was interesting and I had to end up getting a new car which was also interesting because I hate that whole, that whole process but the one thing is for sure because my son came along with me is that it was a teachable moment for him too I'm not an expert even one of the managers the former market manager was telling me that she learned the game and I said is it I said maybe I should take a man with me to the um to get a car and she's like no that that's not even she says she's learned the game what they play and she said no that won't even help sometimes when I say it's a curse and a blessing there's so many things that goes into that the big headache is that by getting a new car I have to make car payments again I am not privileged like some people at this moment to just hand over the whole cash and say hey here is fifty thousand dollars <laughs> or whatever the car is here and here's another jacked up thing guys every single I did my research every single car that I looked at had a recall a recall means that there's some mechanical issue that is wrong this include new cars as well new and used cars I did not want to think of another car payment guys but hey it is what it is right every single car not only that because of COVID they're saying the inventory has been kind of low so therefore they jack up the price even more this was not a good time to buy a car absolutely the worst time to buy a car but like I said we had no choice so that's what happened so basically I'm now um, a new car new car payment lesson learned sharing it with you guys and that's what happened while I was on the go believe it or not so guys I would say um, if you're ever in a car accident learn so you can share with somebody else as well the biggest hang-up was getting the police report that took weeks second of all um, once they got the police report I said to the insurance I said you know I'm curious did that police report ever go through your system so she looked it up and it actually went to their system right after I paid for the police report I was like oh my god are you are you serious and so once that was done I was able to get a rental then I had to extend the rental because once they didn't make it once they make a decision about whether or not your car is fixable the rental is only for a certain amount of days so even though I now have no car what the heck am I gonna do until I get a new car of course we have stuff to do um, you know go to work all that kind of stuff we're still without a car so I had to extend it so that was additional money now coming out of my pocket because the insurance was not gonna pay for that <sighs> so it was just a headache and all the time I was going through this process I kept thinking about how was it the last time I was in the accident there's a big difference if the party stayed if the party doesn't stay all I know is that the my last car accident the people's insurance was the best I want to switch to them so badly and I their customer service was the best this is not sponsored but Amica is the best um, but like I said 
it was a lesson. It was also a lesson for my son because he now, this was his first time going to the car dealership with me. He got to see the ins and outs. You know what I mean? Um, I was saying to him, you know, don't say anything. This is all a game. It even it even was a game when they, a car I was interested in was a used car. And then later on, um, this other salesperson was like, oh, can I see the keys? You know, to the guy that was trying, to my sales guy. Can I see the keys? And then the, my sales guy was like, oh, somebody else is interested in the car. It's all BS because nobody was interested in the car because we were sitting there, we can see the car, the car was right in back of me and I kept turning around to look. No customer ever showed up to look at that car. It was all a game tactic. But don't hate the player, hate the game. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it, it's their job. That's what they have to do. But I just hate the whole lies and rigmarole. And here's another tip, guys. Once you settle in on what you're going to get as far as car and you figure out the, the amount, what your down payment is, if any, or, or whatever amount you want to give, you know, you decide, let's say that you decide on, I'm just making up a number. Let's say you decide on 200, right? And you're saying $200 is your car payment. Realistically, there's no $200 in this world right now, but let's just say 200 and when you go to finance, because there's a process in what you do, you talk to a salesperson, you pick out a car, drive a car, test a car, um, you know, you go back and forth and whatever. We were there for four and a half hours. I said to my son, this normally takes six. This takes longer than getting your hair done at a hairdresser. You heard me right. And four and a half hours. And um, it was a lot of back and forth and whatever. I think they were just watching our body language and our reaction to see how everything, that's what I think. Um, but anyway, let's say your car, you agree on $200. When you go to finance, that's when they try to jack you up. That's when they try to add on all these additional stuff. Good thing I did my research. Good thing I've been through this process. And therefore, it was a learning moment for my son as well. Because the price that we said no to, in finance, they were trying to sell it again to make it go up. You know what I mean? I don't need all these additional add-ons for what? I just need a car to safely take me from A to B, God's willing. You know what I mean? And then my son saw, you know? And I was like, good. You get to learn. Because she has to learn some at some point. You know what I mean? This is the process. But, guys... That is my story of my little car accident and what happened. Still don't know what happened. Don't even know if that person, you know, you know, I forgot to mention one key thing here. When I had, when, when I got hit and I came out of the car, you know, and I was talking to people on the phone or whatever, even when the police officer came, I was like, oh my, the first thing that rushed in my head was, oh my God, I'm not going to be without, I'm not going to be with a car and I have X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, and Z, A, B, A, C, and things to do. My mother said it, the cops said it. Those things don't mean anything. At least you're alive and thank goodness because it could have been much worse. And even though I knew that and I was thankful that things weren't bad in the moment I get it but I also have to say 
a part of me, ever since my dog Mojo died, a part of me really don't care, if that makes sense. Because we all have to go one day, right? And it wasn't really, I don't know how to explain it, but I got what they were saying, but somehow my brain went to survival mode, like, now what? You know what I mean? Like I said, I am thankful. I'm very thankful, very thankful that, you know, it could have been worse and thank, you know, whatever, because right after that, I did hear of a car accident um, where people were killed and the thought did cross my mind. I wonder if it's the same driver or I don't know. I don't know. So guys, bills will always be here. Always. Even if you pay off several amount of bills, you will always pick up something else or you will always have a constant few. You know what I mean? Either that or you live in the Yucatan or some other island or area and you just, you know, you're paid off. You live in off the grid and you just no bills. Oh, that must be nice. But at the end of the day, yeah, I'm thankful. Don't get me wrong. But my mind just went to what's next. You know what I mean? Like, what should I do next? Let's get the ball rolling so we can harp and resolve this kind of attitude. Yeah, my arm did feel um, hurt a little bit and everything. <sighs> and then also, I got like a bunch of phone calls afterwards from people. You have to be so careful, guys, because I did also learn a lesson in this. I did post on social media something about the accident. And believe it or not, I did get a couple of phone calls of people either trying to be nosy, you know who you are, or people pretending to be something. So you have to be very careful not to dish out any information because A, you don't know who that person is. One lady called and I was like, how did you know about the accident? Like, She's like, well, I'm just calling as a courtesy to whatever. And I was like, okay, thank you. And another person called um, saying that like, oh, we didn't see a, 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 they were calling from a hospital. And I was like, why is the hospital calling me? And it was not a nearby hospital. I was like, interesting. So what goes through my mind is you actually called all the hospitals to see if I was there, what my date was. It was interesting because I even had, it bothered me so much that I had to call back the number. And I said to the person, how did you get my phone number? Well, we didn't see a, a medical report, they said. And in my mind, I was like, um, what made you think I would go? And, and guys, it was so fishy to the point that that hospital is nowhere near the accident, nowhere near our area. So that's why I was like, why is this hospital calling? You got to be so careful what you say, what you put out there on social media and how people, especially people who have your phone number in the past or, or scammers out there, you just got to be careful what you put out there and the timing of how you put out everything. You know what I mean? Um, so lesson learned, don't put out anything about important stuff until way after the fact. Therefore, you can catch them all in their little lies. <laughs>
but yeah yeah guys i hope that you guys enjoyed this episode um stay safe out there drive safely and just be thankful until next time peace love bye